Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Walking with Jesus Through the Word, one chapter per day. I'm Pastor Jason Van Bemmel from Forest Hill Presbyterian Church. It's our 776th day together in God's Word, and we come to Song of Solomon, chapter 6. Father in heaven, thank you for this beautiful book. We ask that you would write it on our hearts today. Help us to see more of Christ and his loveliness and the loveliness of the bride of Christ, the church, that we might love you and that we might love your people. Help us also to be more committed to our marriages and to promoting marriage within the church. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Song of Solomon 6. Where has your beloved gone? O most beautiful among women, where has your beloved turned that we may seek him with you? My beloved has gone down to his garden, to the beds of spices, to graze in the gardens, and to gather lilies. I am my beloved's, and my beloved is mine. He grazes among the lilies. You are beautiful as Terza, my love, lovely as Jerusalem, awesome as an army with banners. Turn away your eyes from me, for they overwhelm me. Your hair is like a flock of goats leaping down the slopes of Gilead. Your teeth are like flocks of ewes that have come up from the washing. All of them bear twins. Not one among them has lost its young. Your cheeks are like the halves of a pomegranate behind your veil. There are sixty queens and eighty concubines and virgins without number. My dove, my perfect one, is the only one, the only one of her mother, pure to her who bore her. The young women saw her and called her blessed. The queens and concubines also, and they praised her. Who is this who looks down like the dawn, beautiful as the moon, bright as the sun, awesome as an army with banners? I went down to the nut orchard to look at the blossoms of the valley, to see whether the vines had budded, whether the pomegranates were in bloom, before I was aware my desire set me among the chariots of my kinsman, a prince. Return, return, O Shulamite, return, return, that we may look upon you. Why should you look upon the Shulamite as upon a dance before two armies? That is Song of Solomon 6. There's some confusing things in this chapter, um, but it's continuing this, uh, this beautiful song. So, Probably the dream sequence ends at the end of verse 3, um, but we're not sure. Uh, very little that you can be 100% certain about with this book uh, because it's just so poetic and so song-like and so dreamlike as well. But the others ask here in verse 1, where has your beloved gone? Where has your beloved turned that we may seek him with you? Um, she's, she's pursuing her husband we should be pursuing Christ. If you are pursuing Christ, where are you going to find him? It says that he's gone down to his garden. It's interesting. To graze in the gardens, to gather lilies. So we could say on a human level that she kind of knows where she could find her husband. She knows his patterns. She knows him well, right? But I think as we think about this as being Christ and the church, that when we are seeking Christ, where are we going to find him? 
we should find him in his garden, which is his church, the place where he is growing his, his people. He will be among his people. I am my beloved's and my beloved is mine. He gather, he grazes among the lilies. So if we're looking for Christ, I think part of this is that we should seek him among his church. And then he is praising his bride. And this language here, I just feel really convicted that what uh, we need to see here in Song of Solomon 6 is that Christ delights in his church and that we should delight in his church. There's a lot of things that are flawed about the church on a human level. There's jealousies and factions and critical spirits and difficult people and difficult problems. But the church, the more we focus on Christ and we are Christ's bride and we are Christ's kingdom and we are there to worship the Lord Jesus together and to delight in him together. And we see that it is a privilege to be called to be a part of the bride of Christ. Awesome as an army with banners. That's a weird thing to say about your wife, by the way. Husbands, I don't, I don't recommend that you say to your wife, you are as awesome as an army with banners or any of these specific things. But again, if you think about it in terms of Christ and the church, it really fits quite well. Lovely as Jerusalem, awesome as an army with banners. We should love the church. We should pray for the church. We should serve the church. We should delight to find ourselves among the church. Churchless Christianity in America today is one of the saddest periods in the history of Christianity because the majority of people who profess some form of evangelical faith are not associated with any church in America. They're not a member. They're not a regular visitor. They don't have a church home. Now, most of those people have said in response to surveys that if someone who goes to a church were to invite them to come, they would go with them because they would like to find a church home. And so that is an encouragement. If you're part of a church that loves the Lord, that preaches the gospel, that enjoys fellowship with Christ and with one another, and you have friends who you know are professing Christians, but they don't have a church home, invite them to church. Invite them to come in and to delight in the Lord together with your church body. And serve. Pour yourself out. Give yourself in love to be a part of the church, Christ's bride. Don't be missing. Don't hurt the church by your absence. Uh, I really think that this is part of what the Lord wants us to see in Song of Solomon 6. But it's also, I think, for husbands to be praising their wives, just as yesterday we saw that wives should be praising their husbands. Our wives are beautiful. Our wives are, are blessed of God. Our wives should be praised because they are God's gift to us and we should delight in them. But so is the church. Beautiful as the moon, bright as the sun, awesome as an army with banners, we should delight in the church. Now she speaks in verse 11 and she says, I went down to the nut orchard to look at the blossoms of the valley to see whether the vines had budded, whether the pomegranates were in bloom. Before I was aware, my desire set me among the chariots of my kinsman, a horse. Now this is a little bit of a strange section, but she's, she's looking to gather. She's looking 
to, to collect. Why is she looking to gather to collect? Because she wants to have something to offer to her husband. So we should be diligently seeking opportunities to serve the Lord, to gather in a harvest, to, to, to labor at whatever God gives us to do so that we can have something to bring to the Lord. Um, and then the others say, return, return, O Shulamite. So she's called this Shulamite, which it might be the feminine form of Solomon, but it also might be just where she's from. That might be her origin. But it seems to be um, the idea of uh, a, a very suitable partner, the one who is the fitting female partner for the Solomon figure, right? And so that seems to be perhaps what's in view here. And that is, I think, very appropriate. If we have Solomon Shunammite, right, um, as the male-female here, we have Christ and Christian as the, as, as the companion there, Christ and the Christian, Christ and the Christian church. And so uh, I think that's um, something we can look at there. Even in the name here, we're getting an, an echo. You know, she was called woman in the garden because she was taken out of man. We are called Christian because we belong to Christ and we were, we were birthed out of the piercing of his side, just as Eve was birthed out of the piercing of Adam's side. And so we should delight in Christ, we should delight in his church, and we should be working to build up the church and bring people into the church, and we should be also delighting in our marriages as a reflection, as a reflection of both Christ and his bride, but also of our calling as Christians and our relationship with Jesus. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you for Jesus, our Savior, our great priest our great King, the lover of our souls, the one who is the bread of life to nourish our bodies, the one who is all delight and joy, the fairest of 10,000, the one who is wonderful. And thank you for your church, beautiful as an army with banners, beautiful as Jerusalem, fair and wonderful because you have chosen us, the church, and you are making us fair and beautiful. Yes, in our human nature and in our humanness, we are sometimes full of problems and troubles. But you are sanctifying your church in love. And we, in love, should be serving your church. Give us that heart, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thanks for joining me for Song of Solomon 6. Tomorrow we are going to go back to 1 Thessalonians and pick up with chapter 3. Have a blessed day in the Lord. Mm -hmm.